Hello, my friends. It is uh, Joe Zenk coming to you on the Cup of Joe podcast. Uh, For those new, I am a lay Catholic minister called a pastoral leader uh, for three linked Catholic parishes on the eastern side of the uh, state of Wisconsin, Diocese of Green Bay, uh, three parishes in New Holstein, St. Anna, and Kiel. And um, I do a podcast Monday through Friday. I read the gospel of the day, give a few thoughts on it. Sometimes people would say more than a few. I can get verbose at times. Um, And then we uh, pray a decade of the rosary. So uh, if this is the first time, welcome. Glad to have you with us. If you are uh, uh, more of a regular, well, bless you. I'm grateful for your uh, trust and your faith uh, or your tenacity, whatever it would be. So let's look at today's gospel. We have a feast day today. So we have been following Matthew. Uh, For those who have been following along, we've been patiently going through. We left off yesterday with Matthew chapter 9, began that with the healing of the paralytic. But We're going to set that aside today. I suspect we will pick up uh, on Monday with Matthew chapter 9 again, probably toward the end. But today... We're going to jump to the Gospel of John, John chapter 20, verses 24 to 29. Very famous story uh, after the resurrection of Christ. Uh, John chapter 20, verses 24 to 29, as we celebrate the feast of St. Thomas. So let's listen to the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger into the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it in my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, Thomas, I mean, poor Thomas. So let's, let's get Thomas and let, let's let him breathe for a second. Let's let him get out of that, that nickname that we have for him, Doubting Thomas, and let's let him just be who he needs to be. I mean, goodness sakes, Peter, we don't call him impetuous Peter. We don't call him, you know, denying Peter. Peter had a chance to become who he needed to be in saying yes to Christ three times on the beach. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and we don't, we let Peter out of that, you know, corner into which we've painted him. But how come we don't do the same with poor Thomas? Let me tell you, Thomas, he's got some good stuff going for him. Now, this is not his best day. At least the first part isn't. Um, But let's talk about Thomas. As with all the apostles, brothers and sisters, 
what historical information we have is um, fairly scant. We, we don't have a lot. Uh, but here's what we know. In the Synoptic Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Thomas is merely mentioned in the listing of the apostles. He has no um, speaking part, if we, uh, if we use that phrase. But not so in John. In John, Thomas is, you know, he's not Peter by any means, but, but he's on a level with everybody else. And, uh, and that means James and John and, uh, well, maybe not the disciple whom Jesus loved. But, okay, let's put Peter and the disciple whom Jesus loved right away first. And then Thomas, probably, because he has about three different times that he speaks. And, and really, some good stuff is, is coming out of there. So let's start with the one. Um, let's start with the earliest. Again, I'm not going to be able to give you citations. I'll guess uh, John chapter 11-ish. Uh, when... Um, People come to Jesus and they say, Jesus, the one you loved has died. Now they're talking about Lazarus. And, uh, and Jesus, after he stays for a while, then basically says, let us go to see him. And the people know. Lazarus lives in Bethany, which is just outside of Jerusalem. And so for Jesus to have the courage to go down there is, is saying something. But... Uh, but Thomas then speaks up uh, and says, well, let us go, let us too go with him uh, to die with him. I mean, very much, he's making a Peter statement here. Peter did it at the Last Supper, which we know of. Uh, you know, Lord, even if all these others should, should deny you, I will not. I will even die with you. Um, that's Peter's statement of faith. And, of course, we know how that works. But Thomas is saying the same thing here. He knows that the, the, the Jewish authorities are out to get Jesus. And they are. This is just before Jesus is going to go to Jerusalem to be crucified uh, in, the, in the chapter after that. Uh, and so he says, he doesn't say, let's, let's tuck tail and run. He says, let us go and, and we too die with him. So we know Thomas is a person of courage. Uh, the second thing where Thomas has voice is uh, in that marvelous chapter, John 14. Um, the beginning, uh, again, I'll say it's verse 5-ish. Um, Jesus is talking about how in my Father's house there are many dwelling places. And if there were not, would I go and prepare a place for you? And, and when I do, I'll come back and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. Where I am going, he says, you know the way. And Thomas is the one who looks up to him and says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? A real legit question, because Jesus is speaking before he's dying about his death and about going to the, to the kingdom and preparing that place. So he's speaking about something they could not know yet. And Thomas put the question to the table. Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus replies with one of the most beautiful lines in Scripture. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He reminds us, because of Thomas's question, that the way is not a map. The way is not 
uh, cookie cutter. Uh, it is not the same for you as it is for me. Um, the way is one thing, and that is Jesus. And how Jesus presents himself to you may be very different than how he presents himself to me. But we must follow where Jesus invites us. The way is not uh, a path that looks the same for all Christians. Uh, it is very different, and, and we must follow the way, which is Jesus. And then, final uh, Thomas story is here, of course. And, um, and this is where uh, we see Thomas again showing his courage, not just in chapter 11, but here in chapter 20. Why? Because the disciples on Easter Sunday evening are behind locked doors for fear of the Jews. And Jesus comes into them. You don't believe me? Go earlier in chapter 20. Jesus comes in, though the doors are locked, and he breathes on them and says, Peace be with you. But who's not with them? Thomas. So Thomas is showing his courage by the fact that he's not going to be kept behind a closed door. Now, I don't know what he's doing. We don't know if he was one of the ones, you know, again, I love the image on the, the road to Emmaus, um, of the couple walking um, together, but, uh, but maybe he was that. Maybe he was hightailing on town. I doubt it, because he comes back and he joins them, but he had the courage to be on the other side of the locked door. So let's give Thomas a little bit of credit there. Now he comes back in here, and he struggles with what's being told to him. I think we've all been there, that we struggle Sometimes when we meet people who are on fire for their faith, praise God for those people. But we may struggle because we can't see what they see. And so we say, you know what? I, I appreciate you telling me this good stuff. I appreciate you bringing me the good news. And I appreciate the fire with which you're doing it and the passion. But until I see it for myself, I can't buy it. Brothers and sisters, you and I have been Thomas I don't know how many times. We're Thomas all the time. But here's the good news. If we're Thomas then, we can be Thomas the week later too. Because Thomas the first week says, man, I'm not going to believe it until I see for myself. Now he uses, hey, put the fingers in his nail marks, put my hand in his side. But effectively, what you and I have said, I appreciate your words. I appreciate your fire. I appreciate your passion. I appreciate your belief. But I need to see it. But when he does, brothers and sisters, he says perhaps the most beautiful proclamation in all of Scripture. Maybe that's overselling it, but if it is, it's not by much. When God comes to him, he says he comes through the locked doors, Jesus does. He says, peace be with you to all of them again. His first words always to them, which is so great. Not angst, not trouble, peace. Peace be with you. Then immediately he turns to Thomas. He turns to the one who lacks faith. He turns to the one who needs it most in that room. Not just because he doubted. The others already knew. He sought the lost sheep. That's who our God is. He turned to the one who needed it most and said, here are my hands. Here's my side. Do what you need to do. And Thomas doesn't say he did it. Thomas just knew in that encounter, in a sense. It's like he saw him and he fell to his knees and he says, my Lord and my God, I know who you are 
I recognize it, and I'm able to proclaim it. When he saw, he proclaimed. May we be as blessed. It's okay to have doubt. That's part of who we are. But when we see, may we have the ability to fall to our knees like he did and say, my Lord and my God. And Jesus retorts with that wonderful line, well, blessed are you because you've seen. But blessed are those who have not seen and still believed. That's ultimately where we want to be, right? Brothers and sisters, if we need to see every time we believe, that's a problem. But the fact that we may need to see once, twice, that's okay. That's okay. We talked about that on Wednesday. Then we need to be people of memory. We don't have to keep putting God to the test and say, make sure I see again. I got to see again. I got to see again. That's our problem. It's called lack of faith. That's our, our, our lack of, of trust. We need to trust the one who showed himself to us, whenever that was, wherever that was. And each of us have had those moments. That's enough. That's enough. Blessed are you who have not seen and still believe. We don't need to see all the time. Legend has it, Thomas, uh, when the disciples went out on mission, uh, when uh, Jerusalem was um, under, uh, under uh, the, the persecution uh, and they all left, Thomas went to India. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but they know when the Jesuits went there um, in, uh, in the 16th century that there were pockets of Christians already there and they called themselves Thomas Christians. So the understanding, the belief as Thomas took the, the belief, this person of courage, let's call him that, this person of courage may have gone the furthest with the gospel. And uh, legend has it, history has it, however you want to say that, that he was martyred uh, in India uh, for the faith. So today we wear red in honor of Thomas. Let us pray. Let's have a moment of silence. If there's an intention for which you would like to pray, I invite you to bring it to mind at this time. And let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies on the cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, I hope you have a wonderful 4th of July celebration. Be safe. Uh, celebrate your freedom, your freedom in Christ, your freedom in this uh, country well. And I look forward to us being back together again on Monday. God bless.